who's the most terrible of them all? It's Hollywood Lean. Hello and welcome to Everyone is Terrible. I'm your host, Hollywood Lean. It's my favorite day of the week. You know, BravoCon has been announced today. Porsche's out here stealing people's husbands. So hide your wallets, hide your husbands, because today we're breaking it all down. Joining me today is Kate Chastain. She's coming up from below deck. She's here. Well, she's in Florida. She's living her best tropical life with her puppy. Welcome, Kate. Thank you for having me. I missed you so much. I love your podcast. Thank you so much. I missed you too. How's everything going? What's up? Everything's great. Um, I mean, I tried living in New York City and I loved that experience, but I am a Florida girl and it's just great to be back. It's warm. It's gorgeous. I like driving. Life is good. <laughs> yeah, New York is 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 amazing, but then it gets cold and you're like, what the fuck? And then you can't go anywhere. And I'll admit it. I'm a basic bitch. And one of my favorite things to do is take my car on a Sunday to a home goods and just buy a ton of shit that I don't need. It's what I imagine walking into Scientology is like, like you just walk in being like, I don't really need this. I'm just looking around, but take my money. And they will take your money, honey. Oh, they and will. I'm happy to give it. For all this like useless house tchotchkes, but just like that wasn't a thing in New York because you can only really buy as much as you can carry home. Exactly. You guys, the Palisades are on fire here in California. Send us some rain or something. It's been gloomy, but with no water. In other news, James Kennedy's engaged to Raquel from Vanderpump Rules. She was determined to be on the show. She put up with James. She got him sober. And now she got exactly what she wanted to be a server at Sir. I'm so happy for them. I'm happy for them. And the engagement idea was cute too. It was like, you know, like her name is Raquel and they met at Coachella. So it's like Raquel Cella or something, Rachella. I mean, I really, they're the underdog. They're the victory we never saw coming. He's come full circle. I'm happy for him. Good for you. It's the key to relationships. Uh, Stop making it look like what it's supposed to look like or something like, I don't know what it is. I've got a saying that's, I don't know, I don't know which one you're saying exactly, but I think it's the same vibe. It's a very inspirational quote that I like to tell all my friends when they are feeling like not so happy. I'm like, listen, it's going to change your life. Everyone is a little bit miserable. Yeah. And once you realize that, they're like, Kate, that doesn't really sound inspirational. I'm like, but it is. Once you realize everyone is a little bit miserable, married people are a little bit miserable, single people are a little bit miserable, people dating, but they're not sure they're a little bit, everyone's a little bit miserable. So when you accept that, you're like, oh, this is just life. We're all in the same boat. Yeah. Married people are just trying to be single. Single people are just trying to get married. Everyone is terrible. That's my motto. Exactly. Is <laughs> you know, Sonia, I, I, I don't know if she's in town still, but her and Josh are giving me life on Instagram. Um, Josh is ready to evict her, but Sonia is living her best Beverly Hills fantasy, and I'm here for it. Cutest thing ever. I love both of them so much. I saw that you were like, send her to Fort Lauderdale. Send her my way. <laughs> I've always loved Sonia Morgan. I would like to volunteer to be her intern for like two days. Right? Just to be in that townhouse. I wonder where Pickles is. Guys, Real Housewives of Dallas is terrible. They're on the list this week. Cameron and her husband. It's too much to get into. Just know that they're nominated for most terrible. Um, like I said, BravoCon has been announced. It just happened, and I have Kate here, so we got to start with that. How was your experience at BravoCon? Are you here for it? Because I know for you guys, it was like it was the first time. We haven't had one since. 
It was, you know, leading up to it, I was a little nervous because it was so ambitious. It wasn't just at one location, it was at four different locations around Manhattan. And to imagine people not from the city or familiar with the city flying in and being told, okay, I gotta go here, then I gotta go across town here. I was just, the logistics of it all seemed very overwhelming, but I gotta say, um, the people who coordinated it did a fantastic job. It was, it was an amazing weekend. The energy was incredible and everybody had a great time. I mean, I think anybody who says there's anything less than amazing is an asshole because I mean, these people are so, there to see you. It's just really makes you feel so special. And it, I mean, how can you not love that? Um, did you start drinking immediately? Yeah. <laughs> Kate, I saw you were hanging out with Captain Lee and Kelly last night. It was like below deck all stars. just called me. Literally, I like recognize his call. Um, yeah, I was. Um, and Colin was there. Uh, we've had a fun weekend of uh, a reunion of sorts. I love Captain Lee. I love Kelly, too. He's just so hot. It's just so hot. He, even after all the the seasons and the dick pics, I'm like, I'm just still here for Kelly. Listen, he's just that hot. We can all say it. He is. Good for him. So, you know what? I heard you on Taria's podcast, who's like one of my favorites. I love Taria. She's been listening to me for years. And I'm like, her and Kate are getting pretty tight. I'm getting jealous. I'm going to have to have Kate come on to mine now. I didn't wake up and choose violence or if my, with my words. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't mean to, but I, I did wake up and choose honesty. So we had a great time. You know, yeah. And, and, and we're, and we're going to talk about it. You know, um, I don't watch Summer House. To me, it's like, it's all the kids that got a car at 16 in high school. It's a very, very accurate description. And and all the guys give me, wait till my dad hears about this kind of vibes, you know? You're so hilarious. <laughs> you were so, and I mean, and most of the girls. Oh yeah, all the girls had a sweet 16 on MTV. Like they had the super 16 on MTV and they've graduated to now to Summer House. I just can't get into it. It's too much privilege for me. I'm drowning in it. I can't do it. Um, but I know that, you know, you had Hannah, on chat room. I want to go back to the very beginning before all of this even happened. I heard Bravo chat room was supposed to be like your show and like your own thing. Is that? Uh, yeah, it is accurate. But then, you know, this thing called the pandemic happened. And I think the plans that were in motion kind of got altered because it was like, oh, there's a pandemic. So what can we do? And uh, when everything was organized remotely and trying to accommodate this crazy time in the world that we weren't really sure how long it was going to last or what it meant that we can't, I think something just got thrown together. You, you described it as painful. I'm going to have to agree. I watched a little bit of it just because I love you and I wanted to support you, but I, I don't like Hannah and, and Giselle is like, Giselle is such a perfect housewife, but she's a perfect housewife. Like, I'm just like, I don't know if she translates well to like leading this panel or trying to lead. It, it, it was a lot of like, you know, who's going to grab the bottle first? <laughs> That's funny. Well, the thing is, we would film for like four hours, but it was only like 26 minutes. So there's so much that we said that by whoever was choosing what they aired was, at, what they were choosing was always a surprise to me. Interesting. Oh my God. Four hours of shooting? That is painful. Yeah. So just imagine how many comments and uh, other things, other 
hosts, we all said. And so when I would see, we would film on a Thursday, it would air on Sunday night. And I know that's a very quick turnaround, but I, I was consistently surprised by what comments they were choosing from which hosts. So did you like some of the edits that were given or are you just not in favor of some of the stuff that they chose? No, no, no. I, I, I was always, so that's why I didn't watch because it was just like constant disappointment. <sighs> you tweeted, tell me you're fired without telling me you're getting fired. Like once again, I don't watch Summer House. So I don't even know what happened, but Hannah was like, thank you guys. Um, it's been really nice to be here. I'm going to be leaving now. And then you're like, um... <laughs> No, so you tweeted this it was so funny like i had just come back from like, doing something exciting and fun and i heard that she had put out that statement when i checked my phone and i text that to a friend just like laughing and there's plenty of times like when i text something like oh maybe i should tweet that so it's like copy and paste and, like i don't even think about it <laughs> and within like 60 seconds another friend in new york was like honey Honey, do we maybe want to delete that tweet that you just said? I mean, it's funny, but maybe it's a little too much. And I was like, well, you can't tweet and delete. Was it too much? Yeah. But honestly, I think knowing like knowing things I know, it's, I know it's definitely not too much. Tweeting and deleting wouldn't be good because then that would be added to like everything that's there. Right. Like Kate, Kate tweeted exactly then then she deleted it and it's like honey no i'm gonna always keep it up honey I'm not yeah gonna... exactly you know the way you kind of describe portia i was like oh so what you're saying is she's made for show business is what you're saying <laughs> yes that's exactly what i said i said yeah. she's an absolute star she is an incredible actress she's a hustler she's gonna i mean she, if she wants something she's gonna do whatever it takes to get it. I'm surprised about this Bravo deal though. It's a $1 million Bravo deal on her engagement and pregnancy. I mean, Bravo, what is Bravo gonna do? Cover up all the facts that are happening? Cause this, it is what it is. Did you get it confirmed it was a million dollars? That's helpful information for me for future contract negotiations. Was it a million dollars? <laughs> I saw it. I saw it this morning on YouTube, which is not the most credible, reliable source. You know, Portia has done amazing things this year um, with her activism, and she is a star. So I understand completely why Bravo is like, Portia is a great asset. Let's get something going with her. I don't think that, that um, they decided that prior to the engagement announcement. I mean, I think they, I think they did decide that. I don't think they knew about the engagement when they decided to have the super special. I think the engagement is after the fact. Well, that's that's adding a little more cheese to the burger. That's great. That's great. Exactly. I don't know though. Like to me, it seems like uh, with with the Porsche thing. Like, yeah, she has grown your grandfather's activism, and then you come on a show and say something like, "Well, who's who's driving the train?" If there's an underground railroad, who's driving the train? So I'm like, you got to grow from that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she really, she really grew in amazing ways, and it's very impressive. And she is wonderful on camera. She is, you know, her high energy. She has a bite of funny thing to say after anything. I mean, she's a star. Um, and she's really good at being fake. So did you feel like you guys were developing something on Bravo's chat room and then it kind of stopped or, or you guys were just, you know, we're just, we're working together and that's about it. And I was trying to sh shoot the shit with her. I think I thought we were all developed like, oh my gosh, we're in it together. Yay. Let's go girls team. Let's do it. 
Um, I, I realized pretty quickly that I was the only one that really felt that way. <sighs> it seems like a free-for-all at this point. Like, we're just all throwing the hat in the ring. Well, I, I felt like I didn't stand a chance after a while because then if we did a segment about some topics and then um, the showrunner would be like, actually, can we do that whole act again? And we were like, okay. We didn't know if it was like for tech reasons or something. If I had said something funny or clever, uh, that, you know, that was about a topic, well, when we would reshoot it, one of them would jump in with what I had just said as their own, and that would be the cut that was used. Oh, my God. No, no, no. That would drive me crazy. I mean, it was like, why? what's the point in even being here? <laughs> You're like, I could just be getting paid a lot more to write these jokes for you guys, and I could be at home. Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't have spent all this time putting all this makeup on. Well, Claudia Jordan was on Twitter last night and she said on some Fox show, I think it's called Soul or something, that, you know, that Bravo fans are going with Portia because they like Portia. But, you know, they're excusing her for raw dogging it with the stripper. And I was like, oh, honey. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. We don't need there, Claudia. I know that Claudia was on um, that show with... Portia, what she's doing now, what's it called? The Dish Nation Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, I wonder if Claudia and I had a conversation if we would have ha shared the similar experience. Oh my God. Let me moderate that podcast with you and Claudia at the same time. I want to be there for it. <laughs> well, she was actually a charter guest like back in the day and she was lovely. Um, I remember that. Honestly, I don't, I don't feel like we thought probably both of us are like not really in the mood to even talk about it. I would bet money that Claudia and I would um, have similar accounts of what it's like to work with Portia. We have to look at the facts here. She broke girl code. Um, either way you want to say it, you know, Portia did say I'm not friends with her, which to me is a dig because you were, yeah. you were friendly. You were friends enough to go over to her house and swim in her pool and meet her husband. So I mean, but she, this is the one time she wasn't lying because she's, she's not friends with her anymore. That's true. Hashtag love wins. You know, everyone is terrible. <laughs> what did you win against? His wife? Yeah. There's no type of uh, obstacle here, honey. Like you. Yeah. If it's as pure as it, it's, you're saying it is, it, this wasn't like a, you, there was no enemy because it was apparently it was when everything was over and it just happened. Like it was just love, just love. It was just love. And it, it and another series of terrible men she has a really bad taste in men coming from cordell to the hot dog king to picking up to starting another man's car and getting you know what i mean it's just like to me she kind of reminds me of the movie heartbreaker jennifer love hewitt G no so it's jennifer love hewitt and sigourney weaver uh, okay and they're trying to bag the rich men but i have well, a question yeah, I, I do see something in common with all i know what Porsche's taste is not Listen, I don't blame her. Like, you can like somebody like, oh, I like brunettes. Oh, I like people with blue eyes. I like people with bank accounts. It's not that different. <laughs> so it, uh, if we're in the movie Heartbreaker, is she Jennifer Love Hewitt or is she Sigourney Weaver? Well, I think she's going to go through all those stages. When she was <laughs> Cordell, she was Jennifer Love Hewitt. And now she's somewhere in between. And yeah. I, hope that, I hope that this love, her new love wins forever and that there won't be she doesn't have to go to the Sigourney Weaver level. Fallene is with another guy. He was very attractive and young, and she's beautiful. Like, she is gorgeous, actually. I was looking at her photos, like, really up close, and I'm like, this girl is fucking gorgeous. Yeah, Fallon is stunning. She is. Um, but 
like I've been Brandy Glanville. Like I've been where that, you know, in that position where someone leaves you for someone else. So to me, I was just like, Porsche's terrible. She's on a terrible list. She was actually voted most terrible last week. But now I'm like, Fallene is not over here crying and sitting around the house pregnant like Brandy Glanville. They're all going to be fine. They're all going to be fine. <laughs> They're going to survive, you guys. It's going to be okay. Yeah, it's going to be okay. They're all going to be fine. I mean, I don't think Portia and Fallon will be hanging out anytime soon because, you know, they're not friends. But um, it's all going to be fine eventually. It was just a bit shocking. Yeah, it was just a bit shocking. I'm sure she'll be at BravoCon giving everyone air kisses and taking photos with everyone. Life will prevail and move on, you guys. She's just okay. not to be trusted. She's talented. She's an actress. She's a star. But, you know, Kate's a great, a- let's say a great actress. You know, let me on the record. I think she's a great actress. So she's a great liar is what you're saying. She's a great liar. I mean, yes, that too. Yeah, that's, yep. <laughs> Anyways, what's going on with uh, the Below Deck world? I hear there's like 10 spinoffs, literally like 10 spinoffs, like Below Deck, Iceland, Australia, like Below Deck. It really is one of the series that has taken off on Bravo more as like, as well as Housewives. And now I think with all these franchises, I mean, they might become just as equally as uh, powerful of a strength. I don't know if it'll all be on Bravo, probably a lot go to Peacock. I can't wait to see what other bodies of water it's going to be like, below deck, Lake Minnetonka, below <laughs> deck, uh, the Mississippi River. I mean, they Below are, deck, El Salvador. Like, let's go international yes, waters, baby. there is no limit to where the below deck franchise can go. And how do you feel that you had firsthand in the success of this you started all of this they're all modeled after you girl oh girl i i actually came the second season but you know the first season doesn't really count um the first season was terrible we all saw it and we all try to um forget about that lesbian um it was like the l word it was like the the l word on the bow and cat it was weird i loved being a part of it it was such a fun experience but i probably won't be watching below deck norway and australia because frankly because frankly, I've lived it enough times. I know it. But I'm so happy. Like, you know, go get it below deck. Take over the world. <laughs> go get it below deck. I think it is one of the most successful franchises because of the format, because it's so real. You know, the Housewives, it just started out as a gem that turned into something that we can't control anymore. Bravo can't even control it anymore. It's, it's a, now a machine. It's a machine a huge massive machine but now comes like that toxic fandom it's too enriched and saturated with uh people that think they know what's good for the show you know that everyone's giving advice to bravo these days it's a lot i just i wish we could go back to the earlier days when housewives was just for the real bravo people and we were trying to convince everybody to watch it like you guys need to watch it. it's so yeah, funny yeah you're right you're right i mean kind of like bachelor nation like the bravo viewers and the fan accounts like i follow half of them because it's funny <laughs> i listen to the bravo podcast but it has become its own universe it's really incredible to see it was wild it's a culture it's a culture now it is a culture it, it is a culture there is like some sort of cult aspect to it you're like emphasis on the cult emphasis on the cult honey and the cult behavior cult people like uh cult following 
cult following. You say anything bad about LVP, they will come after you on Twitter until you are bleeding bumptinis, honey. You and then they just like tweet you until you just delete your account. <laughs> exactly. Which I have seen, like some of these big Bravo accounts, they've gone through their fair share of uh, bumps in the road. So to me, it's always funny to, to see them kind of act all big and bad with your 100,000 followers. I'm like, I've seen you squirm. Didn't Kelly Dodd make you delete your account? Yeah, I you think can't so, tweet. honey. You cannot tweet and delete. You can't tweet and delete. You got to stand by your shit. Uh -huh. Yep. Um, as someone that has been talking about Real Housewives for a long time, for pay, for pay, just to get that out of the way, um, it's 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 a beautiful thing to see, and I'm glad that everyone's hands in the mix. I live in LA. I can play with the big fish in the pond, honey. Let's not yeah. get that twisted. That's why I love you. You do just fine. <laughs> love wins. Love wins. Hashtag love wins. Always. Yeah. Hashtag love wins. Um, are you watching Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? It's going to be coming on this week, and people are very excited about it. Doesn't it premiere this week? It does. Oh, hell yeah. I'm just so... It's interesting, speaking of the Bravo culture, okay? So I think we can all agree that the Lucy, Lucy, Apple, Juicy season of Beverly Hills was not it. It only takes less than a year, and all this new shit has happened, and it's going to be the best Housewives franchise season of the year i agree too i think we've been wanting this for a while and they felt they haven't been bringing it for a minute so i feel like everything's heightened and we're ready to fucking go beverly hills needs to bring in i think with people like kathy hilton and like sutton i think we will kind of bring in you know i like i love to see kyle squirm i love sutton so much i love sutton so much and you're you're right it's, it's kind of like the perfect storm for everyone but erica jane like the beverly hills ladies know they're like all right we really got to step it up this year ladies so they're coming in ready and unfortunately this was not a good season for erica jane to have her dramatic storyline because not only is that going to be difficult for her but also her cast members are like extra ready sutton is the only one that's really talking about it everyone else is tiptoeing because they're all scared of erica and sutton's like no, but I heard this, and, and, and Erica's like, shut the fuck up. I think Sutton's going to bring it, because there was her first season when they were at that dinner party, and they're like, say one thing that you didn't like about somebody, and straight to Teddy's face, she just goes, I thought you were boring. <laughs> I mean, I was like, did not see that coming from polite Sutton. Like, I think she's going to... I'm not going to be surprised when she brings it. Shaw's premiered last night. I don't know if you're into Shaw's. Like, they used to be really fun, but they, 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 just, they just weren't having fun anymore. You know the rule. If you're not having fun, we're definitely not going to be having fun. Summer should be fun. Um, I love Mercedes so much. She is as real as it gets. She is such a badass. She sent me a birthday message. Mercedes, See? I love her too. She's Isn't great. Isn't she so nice? She's fucking great. She's great. I she's a little like uh, she's a little out there, but I feel like it's the new mom thing. She's a little discombobulated, a little Liza Minnelli doesn't know what's going on. Every oh, she minutes. does, and see, that's what I think is so cool. She's like the most chill person ever, but badass. Like you think she's like not switched on? She's just chill because she's so switched on. It's really incredible. She's like, I love you. Keep doing you, and I'm like, Mercedes. I need you on the podcast. She's like, I love you, honey. You're doing so good. And I'm like, did you hear my question though? Oh, she, yeah, she heard it. Oh, she heard it. She's like, and I love you, honey. And I'm like, all right, well, I love you too. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll hit you up in a couple weeks then. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> she's so funny. And I'm like, well, you sent me a birthday message? And she's like, fuck yeah, what's your number? So yeah, you, exactly. You know? <laughs> so, cool. so yeah, she knows exactly what she's fucking doing. Yeah. I, I love her. Love her. And I, I really hope that Shaz comes back together and they really bring it. You know, like what Reza did was terrible. Disgusting. But then I saw this TikTok last night and it was oh. like this young, really attractive monk. And he was like, you know, you need to just forgive because holding on and all that negativity in your heart. And I'm like, you're right. Should I, should I forgive Reza for the terrible things that he said? Or, did you, or do you just want to hook up with the monk because he was so hot? I might have wanted to hook up with the monk. He was really okay. cute. I'll send you his I TikTok. I don't like this forgive and forget <laughs> bullshit. No, 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 no. Oh, honey, I am full, full of resentment, full of bitterness. There's a black carton here, okay? Don't start none, won't be none. That's how I, you know, don't start none, won't be none. But if you give me a reason, <laughs> uh, I'm probably, I'm going to be like, well, I forgive you anyways. No, 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 no. There's just too much a divide. And I don't need Destiny to be the MVP who, by the way, got some chin lipo, Destiny. Um, I don't know. She might have been sucked too much. It's a little sunken in. And the new teeth, just, I don't know. Why do people have to cap their teeth? Maybe, you know, I think it's just that you need to get used to it. You know, it's a, if it's when, when it's drastically different, everybody's like, oh, no, they really messed up their face. But actually, once you like get used to it, you're like, oh, she looks great. One thing you can say about Shaws is they're authentic. Like that, their drama is real. And they fight dirty too, because they're real friends and they fight yeah, so fucking they dirty. Are, yeah, it's like, this is real. This is not just when the cameras are rolling. New York this season. I love New York. Like New York is usually like my go-to, like my favorite, like my favorite housewife of all time is Luann. So Roni always has my heart, but I feel like it's lackluster and it's been lackluster ever since Bethany left. Like Leah McSweeney is not enough. Well, I feel like um, when I first saw the first episode, I was like, am, am I missing something? Does it feel like there's like less people? Like, and I, I was like, I know that Dorinda is gone, but like, I still feel like we're missing people, but do you feel like Heather Thompson was supposed to be in the original holding an apple and then she ended up leaving because she fought with Leah? I think Heather was thinking, oh, this is my way back. I'm in. This is a shoe-in. They're asking me back as a friend. Like, I'm going to go in there and give it to them. And then she got ran off by Leah McSweeney. And I'm like, really? You're running off over Leah McSweeney? Listen, honey, if you can't take a ravioli to the face, you don't belong here. <laughs> but do you like Leah? I love, love, love Leah. She's another real one. Yeah, but do you think she's enough to make this show great again? Like, Make Roni great again? I don't know, Leanne. I thought uh, her naked throwing tiki torches, screaming like a barbarian, pretty good. Pretty good. I mean, and I think Leah McSweeney has done a really good job of, I mean, the mesh, full body, red and orange interview look with the gloves. I mean, she's just the, the latex pink $100 bill outfit Terrible. she's wearing. Like, it's not great, but it's, it's still. <laughs> It's not anything I would wear, but it's she's. I'm like, it. I hope you're bringing it up because it's terrible. Because I know what you're saying. She's stepping it up, but it still is bad. I'm like, girl, she doesn't, she doesn't care. She's it's she's making it a conversation. She's that's another facet. It's like, did you see what she wore? Which means you're talking about it. All the cast members from Roni look amazing. Sonia looks amazing. Ramona looks amazing, and she's Luan the most evil. Looks amazing. Oh, Sonia Morgan, 
these videos going back to her Instagram stories with Josh Flag, she's putting moisturizer on. She doesn't have a single drop of makeup. Her mm -hmm. tan is my gold tan. I don't, it looks, it doesn't look fake. It looks perfect. And it's like deep. Like she's just really been vacationing. She looks incredible. They all look so good. I'm so happy for them. And honestly, like that's what I want to be when I'm 60. Like when I'm in my 50s, 60s, I want to look good, girl. Chris yeah. Jenner tight, fucking yeah. sex on a stick, titties out, lips, bam, eyelashes, bam. <laughs> I feel like you just wrote a new TikTok song. <laughs> Hit it, hit it, hit it, yeah. hit it. <laughs> Have you been asked to go to BravoCon this year? So did you know it was happening? Um, I know that it, they were pandemic worried about it. Um, I haven't checked my email yet today. I'm not sure if I'll be asked, but I, I hope so. But, you know, it's between now and October. I think it really depends. Uh, so when you have shows in development, it, it's a process and there's so many different steps. So I'm not sure if I'll be busy at that time or what's going to be happening. Well, Kate, tell us what you're up to right now. Developing shows. Nice. Are you going to be part of the show? Or are you taking a back seat now and being like EP? You know, well, I've got, I've got a few going on. So there's a couple that I would be on camera that I think are going to be amazing. And then I've got others that I would, Maybe not, and that's cool too. It's very liberating. Any yeah. hints on that you can give us? Girl, I've been giving you hints this whole podcast. <laughs> You're like, I've given you enough. Well, Kate, thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate you. I love you. You're the fucking funniest person on Bravo, in my opinion. Guys, join the Patreon if you want the full uncut episode. You know, this is going to be 30 minutes on iTunes and Spotify, giving you a little tease. So if you want to see the full uncut episode, uh, see me taking a puff of my joint. I'm like, you know, I'm a California baby here. Uh, join the Patreon. Everyone is terrible. There's literally like five patrons. So come on and join the party. It's a small party, but you know, we have a good time. We have a good time. I want to thank my guest, Kate Chastain from the Below Deck Royalty Family, Bravo TV. She's one of my favorites. Like I said, check out the Patreon. Stay terrible. I love you kids, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Who's the most terrible of them all? It's Hollywood Lee.